Hello everybody, welcome to The Game Room, your weekly one-stop shop for all fun things video games related. I'm the jolly green destruction giant, Michael McLeod, and joining me as always is PS2-era turn-based demon, Dwight Robinson. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, see, I just came up with that on the fly. It came out of nowhere. Uh, we got a few things to talk about this week, a little more than last week. I have, uh, we got a lot of games we've been playing. But first, general discussion topic, uh, question of the week, what was the first video game you've ever played? Do you remember how old were you and all this other fun stuff? I had to think about it, but I do remember my first. Uh, actually, I think I do remember. Um, okay. Well, what was it? It was... Inquiring Minds Want to Know. Altered Beast on Sega Genesis. The packing game for the Sega Genesis. It was the first oh. game I remember playing. Was was this your Sega Genesis or was like a family member? No, this is my dad's Sega Genesis. So we oh, okay. were stationed in Germany for a little bit. Uh, during Desert Storm, because um, he was in the military. So we got... He actually bought the Genesis at the 89 launch. Uh, actually, yeah, he got the Genesis at the 89 launch from, like, I guess, like, the PX or whatever on base yeah, in yeah, Germany. Yeah, the, the military shop or whatever. Yeah, in Europe, um, it actually didn't launch until 90, I think, 1990. It launched at 88 in Japan, 89 in the U.S., and then 90 in, in Europe. So, we so had, was it the, the Mega Drive or was it the Genesis? It was the I mean, Genesis. I don't know, the same it thing. was the American okay. Genesis. So we got it a okay. year before the European Mega Drive came out. Okay. And the packing oh, well, game, I was, That's why I was curious. I was like, I know it's over there, but it's technically part of the U.S. Right. military. So Right. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. He got it that way. So we, um, and it was the, uh, the packing game, of course, was Altered Beast, which, mm. yeah. Man, a Genesis pre Sonic. That was crazy. I, I didn't get a Genesis until well, yeah, I didn't it was care a, until Sonic came out. It was a it was a while until Sonic. It was like uh it was three yeah, years. Yeah, it was like two or three years, yeah, right? It was three years before yeah. Sonic came out. Yep. That was really before Genesis became relevant because I didn't give two shits about Sega Genesis at the oh, time. I was I was ever since I could remember, I was definitely a Sega Sega head. Like absolutely well, all I, I think <laughs> I think at the time that was what drew Sonic was what drew uh, people in because mm-hmm. i remember that my first two games i think were sonic the hedgehog 2 and um captain america and the avengers oh so that that's kind of super late <laughs> that's like saying yeah. your first 360 game was you know well, i mean mind you i had a super nintendo <laughs> first i had a, I had a super nintendo yeah, first so i was definitely the, the the games that we had actually were all launch games it was revenge of shinobi um altered beast um thunder force 2 and Afterburner 2. I don't think Afterburner 2 was a launch game, but it was close to it. Huh, those are the okay. games that we had. I played the shit out of those games. <laughs> awesome. Uh, mine's not too surprising. My first video game I remember playing, and I think I was around 5 or 6, mm. and this was not... This is the family Nintendo. Mm. I used the bunny ears for that. You know, it was I, I was the only one that really played it. Mm. Outside of Duck Hunt, which my dad played, you know, he liked... My mm. my dad's all up into fishing stuff and hunting stuff. You know, he's a redneck. <laughs> as as men in the South are wont to do sometimes. <laughs> so But no, I my first video game I can remember playing was The Legend of Zelda. Like original Legend of Zelda. Mm. And did not like it because I was a five, six year old and I was like, What the fuck? you know, yeah. I, I mean I wouldn't think of that. Right. What the heck? <laughs> I was so confused. Um I remember we had Mario, Duck Hunt combo, mm-hmm. Zelda, and Batman. I think probably I played the most of Batman because I loved me some Batman when I was a little weed lad, uh, mm-hmm. Michael McCloud. 
So I think that's why I kind of I I was born in '87, so mm. by the time, and you know, I was I was in Jamaica for two years before we actually went to Germany. So when I got to Germany, and I remember playing on the Sega a lot, the Sega Genesis a lot. I didn't mm-hmm. actually touch a regular Nintendo until I had I was like five or six years old or maybe yeah like around five or six years old and we had moved to the states and a friend of mine had the original Nintendo and mm-hmm. I played it and I mean I've already been playing the Sega Genesis all that time so I was just kind of like all right like I didn't I don't have any nostalgia for the original Nintendo at all yeah no <laughs> you it wasn't there for you I mean it was what Dude. it was what my dad got so uh, and that's the only thing we had for the longest time, in which case I got a Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a Game Boy, of course. And then the Sega came uh, well into the, having the Super Nintendo. So Right, 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 right. But yeah, that that was it for me. I, eventually I did become to love Zelda. And then that that's, that's it. So uh, I have a lot that I've played this week, but I did not play much of any of it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. This list looks intimidating. It's not. Mm-hmm. But I got a whiny dog here for some reason. I don't know what she's up with. But anyway, uh, I see alluding to your name in the thing. What was <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei Three Nocturne? Yep. HD. Uh, what made you buy this, or did you rent it? I rented it. So it finally okay. came in. I actually forgot that it was coming in, and then it showed up. I was like, oh, okay. I've never played a Shin Megami Tensei game before. I played, I had Persona 3 Portable on PSP, and I played mm-hmm. that for a little bit, um, and I... Th- so you've never gone all the way through one. No, never gone all the way through one. I've the- I'm going to warn you, this is not the best one, but anyway, yeah. go ahead. Persona 3 Portable, <laughs> I didn't get very far anyway, but I've never played an actual Megami Tensei game before now. Okay. With 3. Um, first thing I'll say is this game is PS2 as hell. Like, yes, absolutely. It is. It's... it's, it's- barely distinguishable from the ps2 game right it's it's yeah it's very very little that they that they change up there um just from i've never played it before but just from like i played a bunch of ps2 games so it has voice acting which i don't think the ps2 I did that, yeah i heard that was um, that's kind of interesting <clears throat> but again it's not really super necessary it's just kind of like well we got to do something to warrant this price so like that's kind, that of, was a, kind, that's of, kind of a thing to throw in there because i'm sure that wasn't easy but even though there's not really a whole lot of talking or anything um no no there's so not. Is, i don't think it would have been that yeah, hard to implement this is like that kind of like the opposite of persona persona is like really into you know character development and um mm-hmm. what's going on with them outside of like the demon world or whatever and shin Megami tensei 3 you're outside the demon world for like you know 15 minutes well Actually, actually, no, no, no. You're outside of it for a long time, but nothing happens. And that's yeah, it bored exactly. the shit out of me. I was falling asleep and everything because I'm trying to play, and you're kind of just walking I never around. finish the game. It's a very boring game. Yeah, and you're just like, <laughs> and the the, over, the overhead map is like this, you know, it's a 3D model of, um, um. Is it a 3D model? I thought it was just like a, a JPEG. Ah. Uh, it, you know, it it's like a be. pseudo. I think you know. I think you're right. I think it's a picture of a 3D model, so it's not. It's there not being go. rendered in, in, in real time. But it, it it was a 3D model. But I think it is like just like a picture that they have sitting there. But you just move your little arrow around. You don't even have like a little 
you know, character is just like an arrow. So you move the arrow around to like other arrows and you talk to them. And I'm <laughs> you like, move the arrows to other arrows. Uh, this is on PS2. You've been able to do this since like, you know, PlayStation and Super Nintendo. Like you couldn't have like a little icon of a dude or something. Like I don't, whatever. So that was boring as shit, trying to figure out where I needed to go. Then once I got to the hospital, and then I'm just walking back and forth. They're like, oh, well, you need to talk to What's-His-Face. I'm like, all right. I go talk to What's-His-Face, and he says, like, one thing. He's like, wow, it's weird in here. Go talk to What's-His-Face. And I'm like, okay. So I go downstairs, and I talk to her. And she's like, oh, shit, this is weird. Go back up there and go talk to what's you know. It's just like, oh, my God. So finally, (laughs) like 30 minutes in or whatever, probably more than that, the game finally starts. But then, um, and actually, now that it starts, it's actually really interesting. I like how the game itself plays. The fact that I have no idea what the fuck is going on is just kind of like, it's one of those pet peeves I have with like old school RPGs. You never really know where to go. You never really know what you're supposed to be doing or anything. You don't really, um, I don't know. Like the story is really vague, super vague. All I know is that you went to the hospital. I don't even know why the fuck you went to the hospital. Went to the hospital, you talked to somebody, they talked about, you know, the the world is about to change or something. You're like, alright, that's cool. And then, like, the world changed, and then now you're fighting demons. <laughs> and it's, alright, alright. Um, you're just like, alright, well, I guess I'm doing this. Yeah. The actual gameplay is pretty nice. You know, you can, the kind of, the, the whole negotiation thing to try to bring more demons into your party or whatever, I think is pretty interesting. Um... Because I've, I've always heard about that, but I've never actually played it, so I thought it was pretty good. Um, I mean, you could do that in Persona, the Persona games as well, but it's not as, like, driven into you. Right. As Right. Like, in Persona 5, my wife's playing through it now, mm-hmm. and she's all up into Persona Fusions and trying to get every little... <clears throat> she's all about catch them all. Yeah. Dude, I, I ended up beating the game with, like, Jack Frost on my team. It was, like, one of the first ones right. you get. I'm just like, whatever, I'll just level up one guy. He has an ice attack. Right. <laughs> you know, I need an ice attack. Duh, there you go. So yeah, it, it does feel like this game, uh, especially, it's like the story and character development is kind of like pushed away, and it's like more heavily focused on like the actual, you know, the action gameplay or whatever. The combat is what I mean to say. The combat. Uh, so that's interesting. I'm probably not going to play for very long though. I'll play for a little bit longer and then probably give it up. Um, yeah, I, I gave up mine pretty quick. I bought it just to have it in the collection, but whether or not I'll actually get around to it. I have a feeling it's one of those games that's like if you play it for 20 hours, you'll probably be really invested. Maybe. Yeah, probably. But I don't want to. I, <laughs> like, I just, it's, it's work. And it's, just, it's so weird because there's it shows like a video at the beginning, and it shows all these like short you know clips. It's like the little track screen. There's all these short clips of all these characters, and they're all doing shit, and there's like all this stuff happening. You're like, oh, man, this is amazing. And then... When you yeah, play and then the you game, don't get to any of that. Yeah, it's just you see those characters, but then they don't they never say anything. They kind of just like stand there and stay out in the space and like the demons will change the world or whatever. And I'm like, all right, oh that's God. cool. And then that's it. It's like some but, really like cryptic ass anime. It's super um, cryptic. Super cryptic. It's like to the point where it's just like, okay, I'm not gonna commit to this, so just explain more. Yeah. Um uh, but you know, whatever. Man, that that's interesting though that I saw you playing that. I was just like, huh, I'm wondering what I was like, I bet that was a gamefly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely <laughs> a gamefly. Um well it's kinda like I I randomly bought um the there's another H D collection of a game that I heard a shit ton about but never actually played. The dot hack GU. 
um, oh yeah so I bought that I think my wife got that for her birthday or something yeah. like that a couple of years ago and is still sitting sealed <laughs> on the shelf she hasn't yeah. got around to it I don't care about dot hack but yeah I'm, I mean I remember seeing it on TV I've never played the games before I was aware of the games and what they were and I started playing it and I was like wow this is boring as shit and I never I think I yeah I got it on sale it was like the whole collection for like 10 bucks or 15 bucks or something yeah I, I can't imagine I think that's coming out on switch soon but yeah, she likes those. Uh, I I got her last year for Christmas. Mm. I got her Dot Hack Part Four Quarantine of the original one, which mm. is like a expensive, hard to find PS2 game now. But I had to buy it in pieces. But I got it. I got that for her for that was her big Christmas game. In pieces like the disc was broken. Pieces. Well, no, I mean like I had to glue it together. Yeah, no, no, like I had to buy the case. I had to buy the manual. I had to buy a disc only oh. to make it affordable. Because you buy it complete, it's like four hundred bucks, and I'm just like, nah. Oh, that's crazy. <clears throat> but you buy just a disc, you buy just a manual, you buy just a case. You know, hmm. I think it, it, I'm not going to say how much it is in case she's listening, but <laughs> it was still expensive. Right, right. But it was much less than if I would have bought a complete game. Well, that's not bad. All right, so the, the other three I kind of just like rushed through. <clears throat> yeah, so t- Two of those I don't even know what they are. <clears throat> Hunter's Arena Legends, actually, was. I uh, do know what that is. Yeah. So I played that. That's one of the PlayStation Plus games. Um, for August, um, it's like a free, uh, it's like a battle royale actually. Um, it's like the it's the melee battle royale. So there's two, yeah, there's yeah, three game modes. Fighting game. Yeah. So there's three game modes. There's a um, single battle. There's like a single character battle royale where you just jump in, you know, by yourself, and there's like an island full of people, and you gotta survive to the to the end. Blah blah blah. Whatever. They also have like it's not just you against everybody else. There's also Do you skydive onto the island. Um, you jump off of like there's actually a there's like a platform that's floating in the air and you're just kind of like chilling up there until the timer runs out and then you have to jump off the sides and then you get all scattered. Why does every battle royale involve you like landing on the island? Why can't you just spawn or something? I don't know. Because you choose where you want to go. <laughs> I guess. I just feel like that's overplayed and they need to get a little more creative with that. <laughs> yeah. But um. So, there's also, like, minion characters and, like, boss characters and stuff like that. Um, so, there's a PvE element. So, you're leveling hmm. up from attacking, like, you know, regular CPU uh, monsters and stuff. Then, if you come across another player, they're essentially, like, a boss character that you have to fight or whatever. <clears throat> so, I mean, it's actually... The combat is not super deep, but it's not bad. You There's a block, there's a parry, there's attacks... You know, there's special attacks, and then there's like a um, like an ultimate skill or whatever that you have to charge up. Um, there's like a get out of free, uh, get out of jail free um, combo break button that takes it has a really long cooldown, so you can't spam it. Um, hmm. So it's, it's uh, just if you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. not bad. So the, the second game mode is basically that, but you have a team of three people. So that was interesting. I tried that like once. The third game mode is like a tag team arena fighting um mode so it's like a fighting game mode but you're in this little arena and you choose two characters another person chooses two characters and you can tag between them and there's like a little um there's a cooldown, so you can't just like sit there and keep tagging them out comp- um super quickly or whatever but well, you, yeah i don't want to cheese it and i got you you can tag and do combos and stuff too um though um so I actually like that mode so much, you know, more than the actual battle royale mode. It's actually pretty good. Um, the game, it's funny because the game looks good technically, 
Um, it looks, uh, plays really well. It plays at like 60 frames. You can choose the, you can choose what your frame target is. So you can choose 30 or 60 or unlimited. Um, you can even choose the, <clears throat> uh, the resolution that you want it at. You can even turn ray tracing on and off, which is kind of interesting. So the modeling it's like some PC settings up in here. Interesting. Yeah. So the modeling looks good. This is this is definitely like a like a free to play Korean or Chinese game if you've ever played them before. So the I modeling mean, that's what it kind of looked like. Yeah. Yeah. The modeling <laughs> is really really good, but with super unrealistic proportions, which you already know what I mean by that. And I know the, what you mean. Everybody knows what you mean. Right. <laughs> and then like the 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 thing is though, a lot of the animations are kind of janky still. So they look really good, but their animations are janky. So there's like all these dance emotes, and some of them look really good, but some of them look super jank. So um, they're probably never going to fix that. But, I mean, it's free. It's worth a try. Uh, it's not something I would uh, spend a whole bunch of time on, though. Um, it's not something I'm probably ever going to try. But I'm glad you did, so I can get some context on it. So Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah it's not bad. Um, okay. So the other two, so those are both on PS5. So the other two I played yeah, on... Yeah, the other two, I have no idea what, what these are. Yeah, so I played these on Series X. These actually... Um, so Fights in Tight Spaces, um, it's like a preview right now. It's a two-hour preview. It's like a small little indie game. Um, it is a card-based... Um, they call it a card-based fighting game. It's not a card-based fighting game. When I, when I think of a fighting game, I think of like one-on-one you know, fighting game. Yeah. It's not that. So it's a it's a card based combat game, but you're in these really tiny rooms, and there's a bunch of little squares for where you can move, and then there's a different number of opponents for each room. So what you're doing is that you're going through. There's like basically it's set up like a roguelike sort of. So there's each individual room is the combat encounter, and then you complete the room, and then you can choose, you know, between a couple different left, rooms right. that you would go yeah, okay. next, right? So they, they're completely separate. So you're not like running left to right or anything. It's just, all right, you did this uh, map and then you go back out to the overworld and then you see like the different rooms you can go to next and you keep going until you get to the boss or whatever. I think you lost me at card base. So is it card base like you play cards or is it card base like Kingdom Hearts you Chain play, of Memories would have been? You play cards. It's kind of, uh, well, it's not action oriented at all. So it's, it's, you, okay. it's turn based. So you have like a certain amount of points. It's turn based in your cards or your attacks and your, your cards, your attacks and, your and movement and whatnot. Oh, okay. So you can do and in certain. So ones there's a do. there's a degree of luck that comes with it then, depending on what you draw. Yes. Uh, the, the yeah, you lost me. You lost me. The, <laughs> <laughs> so you have to Done. you have to what's it called? Um, you basically you take the ones you have in your hand and you can instead of like just using one or two and then keeping the rest in your hand. Your hand gets thrown away at the end of each at the end of each um, turn, so you have to use them all as um, mo- as much as you can. And there's all these other intricate systems I'm not going to get into, but there's yeah, some attacks don't. that only work <laughs> um, in certain situations. Like if somebody's by a wall or by like let's say a table or whatever, you can use the head smash you know attack and then like smash your head into it or whatever. If you hit them and they bounce off of something, it does more damage, you know, blah, blah, blah. If there's, like, an empty area behind them and you push and you use a card that has some sort of push um, element to it, you'll push them off and, like, they'll do, it'll be an instant death or whatever. Okay, I got you. You know, stuff like that. So, all right, yeah. I wanted, you know, I really wish that I I had recorded it because I didn't think of it at the time. And I was like, oh, man, I should record it because it's only a two-hour demo. 
Because so. part of what you're saying sounds interesting, but that yeah, the uh, I'm actually yeah. I'm actually really interested in playing it. But it's like a it's like an early preview game. I don't even know if you can even. I think it's like mm-hmm. twenty bucks, and like man, I don't feel like paying twenty bucks for it. If it was ten, I would have picked it up. But yeah, you'd all over it. Okay. Yeah, but twenty. No. Interesting though. Uh, I might look into it though. It's a t- it's a two hour. I'm not, demo. I'm not I'm not sold. Yeah, it's a two hour demo, it. so it's definitely worth okay. trying out. Um, yeah, okay. If you like those kind of like tactical games or whichever. All right, so Blood yeah. Roots is. Uh, I don't know what this is either. Yeah, this is a small indie game. Um, it's from an overhead perspective, so you play as like a a Viking. Um, and it has really super simple controls. Really, all you do is move around, jump, and attack. The the clutch of the, the the crutch of the game is that everything is one hit kill. So the enemies can kill you in one hit, and you can kill them in one hit. So you can there's like all this scattered stuff in the environment, and there of course all the enemies are scattered around too. So you can you know pick up a chair leg or pick up a knife. Or like a fish or whatever. And each one has a different effect on the enemies. So if you have a fish, you'll just like, you'll just dump it on their head or whatever. And then they'll just like, you know, run around or whatever. If you have a knife, um, it could give you, it could be like a really short reach. If you have like a harpoon or, or a spear or whatever, it'll be a longer reach. It's like different, you know, properties to each of the weapons you pick up. But the fact of the matter is everything is one hit kill. So you have to like be really quick. And like you know, attack and move and stuff like that. Um, and if you die, you restart that section over, and then you clear out the area and you go to the next section or whatever. So it's really fast paced. Um, it's free on Game Pass right now. Um, the story is just some super generic. You know, you get to your village. Your village is burned to the ground. The guy who did it smacked you in the face, and was like, oh. "What a jerk!" <laughs> and then you wake up later and you're like, "Oh, revenge!" And then you go out and. <laughs> Revenge. And then you and, and go get him. So um, I think it would have been way, way much better if that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> so this Revenge. this is this is definitely one of those it. games. It's like it's really small, really focused. Um, I wouldn't say it's an amazing game because there's I feel like there's a lot of other games like it, but it's free and it's on Game Pass, so you know why not? Um, yeah, why not? I mean, that's how you find those hidden 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 gems uh, not to channel uh metal jesus but yeah yeah i mean that's that's how i find these things i think the one that i was most interested in out of the four of those is fights in tight spaces that's the one i'd be more willing to keep playing um but yeah, that's, yeah i was interested that's you said cards and then i was lost so i don't know <laughs> I'm, i'll look into it again i'll look into it i'm just not about cards man uh, I've never, I've never been, I've never been into. I mean, I think the only card game I've actually ever played, well, a digital card game, obviously, mm. it's like the Pokemon trading card game on like Game Boy Color. Mm. <laughs> that was it. Everything else, and I did play Kingdom Hearts: Chain of Memories, but I just uh, Chain of Memories was was pretty good. I'll say that's very unique though, because a lot of well, it almost didn't seem like you had cards. Like <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like you had cards realistically. That's it for you this week, it looks like, unless you got something else to just throw in there. Uh, oh, I, well, you know, I did try to play, um, and I'll get more into it later, actually. I did try to play um, Semi Showdown, and I found out why I never found anybody online. And this is going to uh, go into my point that? later. Because I'm playing the Series X version. Ah, uh, okay. So, most games... No one's doing that. Most <laughs> games don't care. 
Most games don't care. You're playing Series X, the regular, whatever. It doesn't matter. I mean, I wouldn't think it would matter. Yeah. Right. But apparently it matters it for, for Samurai Showdown because the Series X version is at 120 frames. And the Xbox ah, One version advantage. is 60 frames. So unfair I didn't even think advantage. about that. I try to play, you know, I try to start up a game with my brother or whatever. And then, because I was like, oh, man, there's nobody on here. You know, I call my brother. It's like, all right, so let's get on here. And he couldn't join my, my room. They said that, oh, you can only, he's like, you can't join a Series X player's room or whatever. I'm like. So maybe if you if you had it installed on your One X, it would work right. just fine. You probably have people. Oh, yeah, interesting. But my One X is dead. And then I'm like, okay. Oh, that's right. Your One X is Let dead. me see if there's a way that I can switch to the Xbox, to the Xbox One X, or to the, you know, Xbox One version. You yeah. can't do that on Xbox. There's literally yeah, no way. That to is do kind that. of annoying. I mean, there's really outside of this example, there's really not a reason why you'd want to. See, that's, but I get you. So that's a that's a <laughs> thing. See, that's and you know when your IT people complain about this all the time, you make something newer and you make it so much easier to do it or whatever. But a lot of times you make it so easy that it makes it harder you know it like, makes little nuanced things yeah, harder windows <laughs> is so much easier now because it updates everything automatically and does all this but then when it doesn't work you're fucked because there's nothing you can do about it you know <laughs> exactly. so it's like it, there's it, no option to unfuck it it works it works great until it doesn't which is what smart delivery yeah. is it works amazingly until it doesn't because now there's no way around yeah. that which on PlayStation, your only way around it right now is to just get right. It's to Xbox get a regular one, it. right? Which to me is kind of yeah. silly. It's just such a let me just choose between yeah. them. Like smart delivery is great, but let me choose to get the other one. And I even looked yeah. it up on like a support page on Xbox. And there's literally no way to do it. But on PlayStation, I can just hit yeah, the you little can pick button your version. and say, "All right, well, I want this version," and that's it. I do hate the <laughs> fact that like a lot of times. I guess we can just have this conversation now since we're already here. But, yeah, might as well. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have problems with the PlayStation way of doing things sometimes, too, because, yeah. like, Avengers, right? I play a lot of Avengers, right. even with Final Fantasy. Mm. I had to download and install the fucking PlayStation version, which mm. these games are not small, mm. upload my save file, mm. then download the PlayStation 5 version, right. See. and then delete the PS4 version. Like, th- this, the process for Final Fantasy literally took, like, all afternoon. Yeah. See, that Whereas, is you know... the problem. The problem with PlayStation is that they, it doesn't automatically... Like, there's... I don't know what it is. There's no, like, central area for these saves. You know? It just... You have no, to go through not. the game itself to transfer a save. That's the part that fucks it up. Is the part if that I, if you I can't popped, just have the saves in the cloud. If I pop Avengers in for PS4 into the PS5... Mm. Like, it should just not even bother with the PS4 version. Unless right. I specifically ask it to. Right. Right. You know, <laughs> that's, that's or it should default process. to the PS5 version or something like that. I like that yes, it gives you exactly. a choice. Exactly. Just I like that it gives you a choice, yeah. but the fact that you had to fiddle around. So they both thing. do things good and they both do things bad. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I like you have more options on PlayStation, but I like the ease. I like what you said though. Like, I mean, they make it so easy, but right. then when something doesn't work, it does. It's a real problem. Yeah, <laughs> so. that's it. But that is something they could potentially fix. Make it to where you can. Hopefully, uh, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, because I was so excited about that 120 frames thing, and then I can—I literally can't do anything with it. Nobody else is playing on the it. Series X version. <laughs> no. So that's why. Well, that's I mean, why when I jumped on, there was nobody not only on. is Xbox <laughs> not the fighting game, you know, console period. Yeah. But then the Series X limits that audience even more. S- separating out the separating out the pools like that is just to me just seems. They asinine. should just cap it at 60 online. Exactly. I like mean, if I play that's... with a regular One X person, you know, like change it to 60. Like what the fuck? That's so. 
there should be a setting. Hey, do you want to play with you know one X people? All right, cool. We're gonna you know we're gonna drop it down to sixty. When you when you say one X people, I'm thinking I'm thinking like shirt sizes. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I mean, play with two so, X people only. They'll, they'll get out of breath quicker. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this is honestly, I think the first game I've come across that limits you to only Series X players like that. I don't think I've seen any other that does that. Yeah, that's that's interesting because I mean I I haven't done a lot of crossplay stuff, but it seems to be relatively. It's like a it's easier. like a given. You know, you would think that it'd be a given. So yeah, one one would think smart delivery, uh, not so smart. It's not so smart in this scenario. We'll call it dumb delivery in this samurai showdown. <laughs> case, so yeah, but yeah, uh, samurai showdown. I ha- I have a samurai showdown tale this week as well. Uh, I was in the mood to play a two D fighter mm-hmm. after your Street Fighter talk last week. Mm-hmm. I ordered Street Fighter that collection I showed mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, which did come in, but it didn't come in at enough time. But in the meantime, I was messing around with a PSP, mm. played some Ultimate Alliance 2 on there, which is awful, but I'm not mm. going to talk about that. <laughs> so I got Samurai Showdown Anthology on the PSP, mm. which I've never played. I just got. Mm. Uh, I think I found it at a second in Charles or something, and it was cheap, and I was like, cool, I like this. Mm. Dude, it's good, mm. but like, it takes you like five minutes to get into... Yeah... Is the worst loading ever. Like you do a round and you go to the next thing and it's just like, well, I guess I'll go make a sandwich. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Does it have it an makes the game completely unplayable. There, huh? Is there an option to save it to the UMD? Or to, not to the UMD, to the memory stick? Because I know a lot of games did uh, that. I don't know. Maybe. I know. Yeah, I forgot that that was an option on some PSP games. Yeah. Uh, if that is the case, then maybe. But I have the game on Wii. So. Right. Which I mean, the Wii uh, has I was just like, terrible... well, let me just play the fucking Wii version because this is ridiculous. Yeah, terrible loading times. Too. Uh, I did play a decent amount of the Wii version actually, and you don't have to use Waggle, whatever. You can use the Pro Controller for that. So Ugh. I did actually play that. I played a, a decent amount of uh, five and. That's on PS3 three, also. I think, was I think. It's on PS2, but I mean, I have it on Wii, so right. I'm not going to buy it again. Right, so. right, right, right. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, it's a good version of that. Uh, it's on PS4 right now for on sale, and I think that one has a couple more versions. But I mean, for it someone does. like me that's just kind of like a it novice, does. yeah, it's the it's only fine. official version of uh, Samurai Showdown Five. Uh, what the fuck is it's it? Like special or something like that? It's like a fancy super version. special or whatever. Yeah, there's like it has super duper five, special, five special, and then five like super special or some shit. I forgot. I forgot what it's called. Five upside down pound cake special. But yeah, it's the only double fudge Sunday. It was like a, it was like a the only the only version that was out in the wild before now was like a playtest arcade version that was stuck in Japan that never got officially released. So now mm-hmm. we actually have that officially released. It's ten bucks. I might pick it up. Yeah. I mean, I have it on Xbox. Know. So yeah, uh, I I mean it's ten bucks on PlayStation right now, and I don't. I don't know. Uh, but, I mean, I, like I say, I played the Wii version a decent amount. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, playing it on a CRT, I think, kind of helps it, gives it that arcade feel. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I don't have black bars or, like, whatever sort of bars. I'm, I'm not playing on a widescreen TV, so it looks a little more mm-hmm. uh, arcade It's awesome, though. I'm not great at it, mm-hmm. but I don't have to be. I'm good enough. Yeah. I'm good enough to enjoy myself, and that's really all that matters. Yeah. Uh, I can't even remember the guy I play as normally. It's the guy with the blue hair. Oh. That's the best I can tell you. I know what you're talking about. He's, he's like, very, like... Uh, he has his sword always sheathed. Yeah. Until like you get ready to attack. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I use him. I like him. I don't know. I don't know why. I like his design. He has a, he has a long ass reach. Um, 
would say Samurai Shodown in general is probably one of the easier fighting games to get into if you don't normally fuck with fighting games because there's there's no combos really. You just you're trying to outspace each other um, to get like you're trying to get a hit in when you can. Yeah, you know you want to stay defensive while you're not. That's right. So yeah, it's not it's not long ass combos like you know um, like Marvel or anything like that. Um, Yeah. So yeah. I got my I got that Street Fighter in, but I need to install install. I need to put it the new um, component cables I got for the Xbox to try it because it looks weird without it. Mm. Uh, I did get those in. Mm-hmm. Also played a decent amount. I, I was on the Wii, mm-hmm. so I was like, "What else can I pop in?" I got that Metroid Prime Two Echoes. Mm-hmm. I played a decent amount of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna finish this game because I'm starting to remember why I didn't finish it in the first place. Yeah. Amazing looking game, though, considering this was on Game... Well, I mean, I'm playing the GameCube version for for one. This game looks incredible for that generation, though. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I had all three of them. I thought that was definitely... And especially when I first played the first one, and you looked up when you're outside and, like, the raindrops would fall on the visor and everything, and if, like, a light would go off, you would see, like, a reflection of her face. and she, like, The flash in inside the yeah. visor, which is it was just, nuts. It was, yeah, it was definitely an amazing game. I could not But even now, it, like, I'm sitting there playing it on a CRT, on a Wii with component cables, and I'm like, God, this game looks dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I say, I'm playing the GameCube version, even though I don't think the Wii version really has any upgrades, if, just if the, any. Just Waggle, I think, as far as yeah. I remember. Uh, so you don't have dual stick. You have to, like, hold down R to aim. But this isn't a very combat-heavy game. This is more of an exploration sort of game. Uh, I've yes, beaten three is. bosses. I just got the double jump. I got the bomb. I got the, the what you call it? I'm entering the dark world now, mm. and this is what killed it for me the first time. You Your health constantly drains in the dark world. Right. So you have to, like, run to these little spires that uh, stop you from dying immediately. Yep. Basically the Sonic 2 air bubbles. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They should start playing that dun, 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 dun music, <laughs> drowning music. Yeah, I never, I always loved how they looked. I thought they looked amazing. And, you know, just when you jump, how she kind of like tilts downwards so you can see where you're jumping, whatever I thought was. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. Not a lot of other games do that. Actually, you know what? It's it's a very vertical game to be a first person game. There's a, what was it? Interesting. One of the early first person games on PlayStation did that. And not a lot of games actually copied that. Um, a jumping flash. Jumping flash. Jumping flash does that. Yeah. And honestly, it's such a like a duh way to do jumping in first person, and nobody else does yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, really, Besides unless you're locked onto something, you can always tell where you're going to land for the most part. Right. Like if you're locked on, she's going to stay locked on uh, yeah. in that area. It's also like weird playing a first person shooter where I don't have to aim. I just lock right, on stuff. Right. You just lock on fire. everything. I just the, it's it's yeah. interesting. I just never really I never really got into it because it is super slow and it's definitely one of those games where you're just kind of like wandering around collecting shit. So I just got. Um, I mean, I, I beat Metroid really... Prime One. Uh, this one I I didn't beat, but I did play a good bit. I might continue to play it a little bit. It's just there's a lot of like uh, I'll play it and have fun for a while, and then I'll get lost as hell. Right. Like super lost because yeah. i have a terrible sense of direction but i don't know we'll see mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just blown away by how good it looks another game that looks good and plays good uh i had played that hulk game a while back and we had a you talked about what you mentioned incredible hulk ultimate destruction i have that as well so i was like yeah let me play that too mm. yeah it's just fun <laughs> it's as fun <laughs> as i remember the only thing i can't get over is like why is b jump and a is attack a should be jump and b should be attack oh. like they're swapped that bugs me 
and I have to get used to it every single time I play, but this game is a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I can't really speak too much. If you haven't played Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction, I have it on GameCube, and Xbox Xbox version technically looks better, but the GameCube one is no slouch. Right. Uh, it actually runs and looks really good. I heard that PS2. That was on PS2 also, wasn't it? It was on PS2 as well. Yeah, I heard that, that version was super trash. But just like... Well, the PS2... Well, typically, that generation, it seemed like the PS2 version... Yeah. Typically, not always. It, yeah. It's not the version you should have been playing. It's kind of so. weird how that works out, because the PS2, even though on paper it looks like super weak, you know, way weaker than other ones, there are so many different tricks and everything that it could do that the other ones couldn't do that a lot of developers yeah. just didn't really bother. A lot of multi-platform developers didn't bother with. Well, and I think a lot of times, too, that's the, you know, because technically on paper it is the weakest one. Mm. That's what they made the game for. Right. You know? And then they just ported it. And sometimes that port job led to issues. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, like, the PS2 version, and a lot of times, uh, it was the better one. But right. If it, if it this one, on definitely PS2, no. Yeah. 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 Anyway. This one, uh, I don't know. Uh, but it's just a big open, open world Hulk game. I mean, that's the best I can describe it. Uh, it's good shit. Mm-hmm. Other Marvel stuff. I did play Marvel's Avengers mm-hmm. more. They had that four times experience weekend. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize till Sunday. I played the shit out of it though, mm-hmm. just to get, just to get my level up. I got Captain America all the way up to level thirty six. I think it caps at fifty. Mm-hmm. But I decided to go ahead and do the because uh, the I think we mentioned on the podcast mm-hmm. the Black Panther DLC, which is free, comes out the eighteenth this month, I believe. Okay, seventeenth, eighteenth, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I had not played the Kate Bishop or the Hawkeye DLC okay. to completion. So I finished those. Mm. I played all the way through them. The Kate Bishop one's relatively long, mm. but kind of dumb. I like playing as her. Mm. She's very fast. She has a sword. The way they do the arrow situation is she has, like, three arrow types. She has regular arrows. She has, like, where she can shoot five arrows out. And then she has, like, grenade arrows, okay. which are great for taking it down big things. Um you will be disappointed. Most of the enemies are still just robots of some right. shape, yeah. form. They're all very similar. Now, the Hawkeye DLC did have humans in there. Okay. So were hey, they wearing purple <laughs> or red? <laughs> uh, they were wearing like camo. Okay. So oh, they weren't the same. They weren't the same. They were actually new enemies. You know, it's funny where generic camo wearing soldiers is something new and different. It is, is, is new. Well, it's different. It was different because, I mean, up until this point, it had all been the same, like, handful of robots. I don't really mind. I typically play as Captain America. I think I like Hawkeye better. He pretty much plays just like Kate Bishop. They're not clones of each other, but they have the same general moveset he has different arrows though like his arrows are electrified mm. he has the same like spread arrow thing but he also has this one arrow i don't know what does mm. it's called like a pulse arrow and i'm just like i don't, I don't know what this does <laughs> so i never figured it out the entire time but like his his moves he's a bit tougher mm. he's a bit slower but i like his moveset better and you can make him an old man so you know <laughs> right the story for Kate Bishop is dumb until right at the end and then it leads into Hawkeye and the Hawkeye actually has it actually progresses the plot to the whole thing gotcha that's interesting so it actually continues the plot and it's actually kind of interesting it's not super interesting it's not like MCU level interesting mm. but it's intriguing enough and they left off on a cliffhanger so for the, the Black I don't Panther know. one so so it's the main game they didn't even mention Black Panther though so it's the main the thing, game so. then Kate Bishop and then Hawkeye yes okay all right. 
I mean, when you it's it's enjoyable. I I did get it uh, as well. I got it on PlayStation because it was on sale. I think it was like twenty bucks or something like that. I uh, thought I had it on PlayStation, but I didn't. I got rid of the PlayStation one, but I rebought it just so if just in case. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. We wanted to play. <laughs> well, because on GameFly it was eleven dollars, so right. I was like, well, why not? So yeah, so. <laughs> you 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 sold me when you when you said that the DLC was free, and I noticed that it you know they they didn't have any DLC up there or whatever. I was like, oh, okay, so these are just. I guess there's yeah, some the only paid to, DLC to that <laughs> is cosmetic. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. So this, this is a which I, I I'm, in the purest sense then. <laughs> and not only not only is it cosmetic, uh, it's overpriced, but it goes on like ridiculous sale quite a bit. I actually bought a few costumes because mm. I'm just like I want the Captain America MCU costume. <laughs> of course. So I bought it, but it's like it's normally like fifteen bucks. Jesus. I think I paid like four. I think oh, I paid yeah. four bucks yeah, for it. So you bad. know. <laughs> But yeah. uh, same thing with the Iron Man one. I was like, I like the Iron Man suit like so much better than uh, any of the Iron Man suits they provide. So, <laughs> and like now that I have the suits I want, it's like okay, well I'm done. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't really need any more. I went ahead and get it, and you know I prefer anytime I get any kind of multi-platform game, I prefer playing it on Xbox. But because of the whole Spider-Man shit, I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll get the PlayStation version. Yeah, and and I'm kind of glad I got got it again too, because I'm sure I would have bought it again. Right. For once, Spider-Man. yeah, once Spider-Man uh, you know. came out. So I do find that playing the DLCs, <laughs> the DLCs like kind of encourage you to play as that character. Right. Because I was stuck at that part with Captain America, but I switched to Kate Bishop, and everything was centered around long range with a bow and arrow. So it was like, oh, okay, this is so much easier now. I mean, you could always <laughs> just like switch characters. <laughs> you can't switch characters in the middle of a mission, though. I mean, not in the middle of a mission, but. Yeah. Well, I don't like switching characters typically. I like, because it's not like every character levels up the same. I'm putting all this time and effort into like my level 36 Captain America, and then I have like a level 2 everybody else right. because I'm not using them. You know? Uh, you know, that's what always turned me off from like MMOs also, where you can, like Black Desert, I loved how it looked and how it played, but then there's all these characters, but none of their progress is shared. So every time you have a new character, you start over, like, completely. So in in Avengers, does it start you over from the beginning of the game, or do they just have lower levels? So, like, if I'm playing uh, as... They have lower levels. No, no, they, they have lower levels. Right, so that, it, you don't have to, like, if I switch to another character, it doesn't start me off from, like, and, and it, the And the, the difficulty does scale to you as well. Right. But, I mean, it, it's... Don't think of the level so much as, like, hitting power, like... Or well, I mean, obviously your HP is higher and stuff like that. Yeah. Think of it more like skills that you unlock. Right. So like Captain America, I feel like is very basic at the beginning of the game, but you unlock so much stuff later on, right? right for him, right, like right. you can uh, throw the shield, you can charge up the shield, throw it, kick it when it comes back. Oh, uh, to keep it out there. And like instead okay. of it deflecting off like two people, I mean, there could be like a group of people, <laughs> and I would just ping off of like twenty of them, and <laughs> they all fall down. You know, that's skills that I unlock later, but mm. that's enough about Marvel's Avengers for the time being. Mm. Uh, played some Viking Battle of Asgard on PC. I actually streamed that. I don't know if you saw. Huh. But I did stream a little bit of that. Mm. That's a game I had talked about as one of the games that I love, but nobody else seemed to care about. I noticed I had it for Steam. I don't remember when I bought it, mm. but I never played it on the computer. <laughs> So I was like, well, why not? So I downloaded it, started playing it. It's great. Yeah. It's the same old stupid Viking game I remember. Just like a much it's higher very resolution. very simple. <laughs> yeah, it's a much higher resolution. It's it's so simple, though. Mm. Literally, you you have like this 
island and your Viking companions that are absolutely useless mm. got captured and you have to go uncapture them by, you know. <laughs> uncapture, okay. Well, you have to go set them free. Yeah. The idea is to sneak in, set them free, and you and the Vikings take over the base. Okay. What always ends up happening, though, is I can, I can never sneak in. Right. So I end up killing everybody in the base and then setting them free with them nothing to do. <laughs> but. Right. <laughs> And then once you've got enough liberated, you can take on the big base, and then you move on to the next island. Rinse and repeat till you're done. There's, like, a few things you can get uh, move-wise, and then you never get any new weapons. Huh. Your health never increases. What? <laughs> like, it's so basic, but that's I love. that's what I like about it. <laughs> I don't have to think. I don't have to think. It's very... It's, it's cathartic. Is that the word? Uh, cathartic? Sure, it's we'll relaxing. Go it's we'll a, go with that. <laughs> it's a comfort food game. Let's put it that way. Mm. And lastly, I played some more of The Ascent. Me and you had played previously. I played it on PC. It's way easier to aim on PC. Uh, the, but the yeah, rest of the controls so. are stupid. Uh. I hate the rest of the controls. I mean, you, they use the WASD, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But remember how like lost we were getting? Yeah. Um, and we constantly have to keep tapping up on the D-pad to like be like, where the fuck am I supposed to go? Right. Uh, that, and I think you could probably change it, but that's O. Okay. So you have to completely stop yeah, and, like, move your hand over. It's it's really awkward. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just... So I just use the controller. Yeah. I just use the controller anyway. The gun I got now is, like, it's not homing, but it's, like, a pulse rifle. Mm-hmm. And the bullets will curve to hit somebody if they're in the near vicinity. Oh. So I don't have to, like, be super close to aiming. You can use a controller and a mouse, right? You can. It's just a little weird. Uh, I, I used to do that all the time. I, I love... Yeah. It's it's funny. They always say, like, oh, you know, mouse and keyboard is so much better. And it's like, I agree. The mouse is way more accurate for aiming and stuff. But the keyboard I is need a joystick. fucking terrible for everything else. Like, I hate it. Yes. I tried playing <laughs> um, uh, Modern Warfare 2 on PC before. Oh, my God. No, no. Not Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. The original Call of Duty 4 on PC. Terrible. Because everything is a separate button. Flash, grenade, knife, all that stuff. And then trying to remember yeah, no. which button it was in the middle of a fight was just... I ridiculous. mean, if you're willing to commit, I'm sure it's probably easier in the long run, yeah, but I'm, I'm just sure, but not. No, nah, I, I couldn't do that. So, uh, I definitely... I played that on PC. I played some Strange Brigade on PC. I ended up using controller for that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I played something else. Oh, well, I'll talk about it when we get to news, actually. Because mm-hmm. I did play something else, but it's part of a news story. Mm-hmm. So, I'll leave it for then. Okay. Uh, and that's been about it for me this week. I did play a few of the little things. Like I say, I've been busy. I haven't committed to any one thing, though, really. Uh, Avengers, I probably put five hours into. Everything else has been practically... Oh, Back for Blood. Right. Played a little bit of that beta. Here's why I hate people. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going in another rant about people online. <laughs> I guess because it's the beta, you can't use bots okay. to be your AI squad mates. So, for one, it's not a menu system. You go into, like, a camp. So, unlike Left 4 Dead, hmm. you know, where it's a men- the camp is a menu. It's a glorified menu. You have to walk around and select things. There's a card-based system. Oh, God, cards again, right? <laughs> you have to build a deck of, like, passive abilities. That shouldn't have been in the demo because mm. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. You're only going to give me a certain amount. Mm. Just let me go. <laughs> uh, so, I'm like, fine, I'll get in with some randos. <laughs> So I just search for a match. Mm. I mute everything to start off with. I don't want to talk to anybody. Mm. Uh, I'm so antisocial. <laughs> but I get in there. I don't really know what I'm doing. I generally know, shoot the damn zombie. Mm. <laughs> you know? 
It works generally the same. They put you all in like a room. Mm. These people must have been playing together. Because mm. the second we got into the room, they ran over the table, literally grabbed everything. Mm. <laughs> so I had like an Uzi and like a pipe bomb. And I'm like, great, thanks. Everyone, <laughs> you know, they just... And then they took off like like they were race to the finish. <laughs> like they, they took off and they were doing this like bunny hopping shit. I'm sure you've seen yeah, people yeah, like yeah. where they're trying to like. So they're just hopping. And then I'm just I'm standing in the room like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so I'm standing there by myself. I don't even know like what the fuck's going on. I leave the room. They're over the bridge. <laughs> they're over the bridge that's near me. And they've just ran past every zombie and I'm like, what the fuck? People, come on now. This is why so I hate like people. Speed AI running? teammates will never do this. <laughs> they'll, they'll never trust So yeah, I have this Uzi and this like I think it's a sniper rifle. Nothing's gonna help me. And like I'm just like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna try to catch up. So I try to get over there. I don't even know how the fuck they got over there that quick. I guess they jumped. <laughs> fancily i get to the bridge at the beginning they're on the other side of it i get attacked by like some big ass thing they ran past right he grabs me and throws me off the edge i'm like you've played left for dead where you're hanging on the edge mm. and you have to get a teammate to help you up yeah. i'm there <laughs> and they're like i'm just like well i guess i'm done <laughs> so, oh man yeah. i hate other people man i n- not you listeners <laughs> but oh my god don't do that <laughs> Uh, that's my left, my well, my left for dead, my back for blood saga. Well, uh, I'm gonna be doing that to talk the about. whole time. I'm gonna be calling it left for dead like the whole fucking time, bro. Left for dead, left for blood. <clears throat> yes, back for dead. Ah, uh, back for blood buffoonery. <laughs> but we'll be right back after a short break. Yep. I'm take the dog out. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Now we're back. See? Nice and abrupt. <laughs> uh, we got a few news bits this week. Um, most of them aren't really discussion points. I'll leave the Street Fighter thing for the end. How about that? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's probably the biggest discussion point. Mm-hmm. Um, Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania getting beat from Jet Set Radio or Jet Grind Radio if you're, I guess, a purist yeah. that lives in the States. Why is it Jet Grind Radio? In the states and Jet Set Radio elsewhere, elsewhere. Do you know? I do not know, because I think the Xbox version was called Jet Set Radio Future, right? It was. It was called Jet Set yeah. Radio Future. So I wonder why that first one's called Jet Grind Radio. I wonder if there was like a copyright thing. Why is the first uh, Ace Combat called Air Combat? <laughs> like, who knows? That's true. <laughs> Air Combat does not sound as good yeah. uh, by far. Uh, also, Jet Set Radio I think sounds better. Not not that Jet Grind Radio sounds bad, right. but. Poor DJ Professor K having to record two different lines. Right. <laughs> I do love that game, and uh, I was going to buy Monkey Bob and Animania regardless, but mm. uh, I'm definitely more excited now. Mm. Can I get Ryo Hazuki and a little ball? That's what I really want. If they're just sir, get, Can I get Ryo Hazuki, and can I get uh, Vice from mm. Sha- uh, Shadows of Arcadia, uh, Skies of Arcadia? You know what? And Panzer Dragoon, uh, Dragon. <laughs> they are probably going to be in that new uh, Picross game. That I was actually really thinking about getting <laughs> that Picross with the Sega. That's that's out already. Is that out already? I think on Switch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I I was looking at that earlier. I wonder if they're in it. Uh, I don't know. If they are, I will buy it. <laughs> it wasn't expensive. I bought Good Job on um on Switch today, but I haven't played it yet. That's been a game I've been wanting to try for a while. Mm. 
<clears throat> uh, let's see. You know what you won't be buying if you don't buy it by September 15th. You like that transition? That's beautiful, right? <laughs> uh, Forza Motorsport 7. Yeah. Which, I mean, at this point, what is the last main Forza yep, Motorsport, right? It There's is. not an 8. Yeah. Interesting. I have this on disc, but I bought it digitally because it's 20 bucks mm-hmm. for the Ultimate Edition, which is normally like 100 Right. It gets you all the, all the tracks. Mm-hmm. I think it's like 10 for the this, regular. Yeah, for the regular version, it's ten bucks. Mm. This is like the, this was the launch game, and I say launch with the bunny ears, mm. um, for the Xbox One X. Right. Yeah. 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 I think it was like the first game. They were like, it's four K, or I think it's close to four K. But yeah. I mean, they, you know, uh, yeah, close to four K sixty, and it's um, yeah, it's interesting that it's that old. I would have thought they would have came out with another Forza since then, because that was twenty seventeen, I think. It's like uh, I'm not positive. It's like four yeah, years that ago. sounds about right. Though <laughs> I think they've had two Horizons back to back, have they not? They have Forza Horizon three, and I think four. it was three, then seven, then four, and now they're on five. Yeah, another yeah, so another I, five. I could be Which they're supposed to bring out another the next Forza, but another mainline. Yeah. There's really no need for you to have a previous Forza, uh, unless you just want specific cars in there. You I'm know? sure there's other like minor differences between them, but for the most part, you get the new one. Yeah, and it supersedes the earlier one, just like getting a new. Yeah, well, they're licensing automatic. the tracks and the cars for certain games. Mm-hmm. So if they license it for Forza 8, mm-hmm. there's no need for them to continue to have the digital license for Forza 7, right. so yeah. I, I get it, but at the same time, it's kind of kind of sucks. It's kind of weird. Does uh, Sony delist Gran Turismo's like that? I don't think so, but then again, you only have Gran Turismo Sport, <laughs> and uh, what, 5 on the PS3, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think the PS1 ones that are probably available, are they PS1s when even available digitally? I'm uh, curious. I never actually looked. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah. I would hope so. They, at that yeah. point, they could just be so so old looking that they don't really care because it's not like a proper representation. Yeah, not really. I mean, there's a lot of nostalgia there. I, I especially have nostalgia for yeah for um, Grand Turismo Two. Um, yeah, same here. I love Grand for Turismo. PlayStation. My favorite uh, racing game though was Ridge Racer Type Four, but on the PlayStation. Ridge Racer. Yeah, it's amazing. But yeah. uh, I don't really have a favorite racing game I can think of. I mean, I love me some Daytona USA. That's mm-hmm. that's up there for sure. But oh, Burnout is yeah, it's way up there. But for F Zero GX, yeah. I love some F Zero. For GX. the for the original PlayStation Type Four is definitely my favorite racing game on that. Uh, Forza, I think it's Forza Motorsports Four. I think it's four mm. has the smart car in it. Mm. Oh god, that was a loud sound. Uh, the little uh, smart passion four two, which is what I have. So wow. <laughs> there you go. that's the only Forza with that car in it. I don't think there's a Gran Turismo that even has it. So I think that's really the only racing game where you can get that car. It's not a fast car. Right. I got it not for speed. I got it for functionality. Right. But <laughs> it's cool that I can have my car in that in that game. So you know. But yeah, uh, it's probably going to be on sale for a while, so if you're interested in Forza Motorsport 7, yep. snatch it up. You only have a month, roughly a month. You know what they should do, actually? They should release Sega GT 2002 for um, for backwards compatibility. <laughs> yes. Or you know what they should do even more? They should release that Sega GT 2002 and Jet Set Radio Future right. combo yes. pack. <laughs> even better. Oh, man. I actually have that 
Jet Set Radio by itself, but that's the only way I have Sega GT. I only have it in that combo I had, pack. Yeah, I had that combo pack. Um, which Sega GT 2002 is probably one of the most boring racing games I've ever played in my life. But uh, I seem there. to remember that too. It's like Gran Turismo with no personality. None whatsoever. <laughs> it was so dry. None. <laughs> God, it's so terrible. It's not even like stuck up rich people personality, which I kind of feel Gran Turismo has a little yeah. bit. And Gran Turismo it's like, you can't afford these cars. Always had, They're too expensive for you. Gran Turismo has always had amazing music and like amazing menu like UI and stuff like that. The UI and the music in yeah. Gran Turismo games has always been really good. Um, that yeah, that intro to Gran Turismo 4 where it's uh, it's like a cover of like... It's some sort of classical music in Panama. Mm. Um, <laughs> that shit's amazing. Yeah. Even by today's standards. Yeah, yeah, those are definitely amazing. Even if you didn't, because I'm not really into like, you know, simulation driving games or whatever, I definitely have a lot of respect for Gran Turismo. Sega GT has uh, oh, yeah. none of that. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I'd, I'd, I like Forza Motorsports a little bit better than Gran Turismo, but I love them both. Yeah. I play a lot of Gran Turismo 3. Remember there was a Snoop Dogg uh, song about Gran Turismo 3? Oh, was there? Gran Turismo 3 was, yeah. I think, the highest-selling Gran Turismo ever, um, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah. I remember they bundled it with the PlayStation there. You get a red box. Yeah, the red box. Red PlayStation PC, box. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. It, it plays it Good higher, uh, stuff. Than, than, than 4, I think. <laughs> Does it? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, it plays a 10. I know 4. Actually, no, I think I think Gran Turismo 4, I know we're getting really out. I think you could play at 1080i. Yeah, yeah I believe so. Or, you know what? It may be both of yeah. them or something. I don't know. There's some other... Oh! I'm not sure. You could use the iLink port on the front to connect another PS2. There was something that it could do that 4 could not do. There's like a little iLink. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because Grand Theft 4 came out really late. Yeah, super late. And GTA like, 3 really was like late. I mean, I mean, the Xbox 360, I think, was being talked about. Yeah. Like, when Grand Theft 4 came out, so... Yeah. Uh, good times. Um... We talked about smart delivery already. Do you want to go into more any more of that? Um, that your problem with Samurai Showdown today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had enough bitching for today. <laughs> nah, but you made you made a good point. Uh, other minor news, I guess. Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush got a new like free update. I will say DLC, but it's it, it's forced upon you. <laughs> <laughs> they added Toadette as a, a playable character, and they added a new course, which is New Donk City. If you're familiar with, oh, that's good. Super Mario Odyssey. Yeah, I played through an 18 hole uh, against Toadette mm. in New Donk City. Just to, that was the other game I played, just to see them. It starts off very tame. You're just playing golf in the middle of a city with like taxis coming going by and everything. Mm. You could potentially get screwed over really bad because huh. there's like taxis going by and there's like fire hydrants going off and crap like that. Mm. You could, you could. It's not a good place to play golf. And then eventually you get to a point where you're playing across rooftops. Mm. And it's just like, okay. Thankfully, it hadn't been that long, and I kind of remember how to play. Mm. I won handily, mind you. Mm. Oh. But I did win. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Even though Mario, I, I played against Mario and Toadette, uh, Mario pulled off some bullshit maneuvers sometimes. I'm like, yeah, okay. As he tends to do. That's that's the computer AI. <laughs> like, he's like bouncing the ball off a building, <laughs> and I'm just like, really? That's not happening. But yeah, go go get that if you haven't. Uh, also, well, I didn't put this in the news, but Pokemon Snap got like three new areas or something like that too. Hmm. Uh, I have not played new Pokemon Snap recently though, so I need to check it out and try, try those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Focus Home Entertainment. 
bought by DMU. You want to take this? Because I actually don't really this is, have too much to say about this it. This is just weird. <laughs> it's weird to me. When I saw this, I was kind of like, uh, but why, though? You know, it's just, it's just really weird. <laughs> but why, though? You know, I'm... You know, happy for them that they got bought up, um, bought by a larger company, um, larger, not large uh, company. I would say that's not even that large. <laughs> that um, you know, they so they could get some more you know funding and financing and whatnot for whatever endeavors they come out with next, which is cool because I think Dot Mu is um, they're a very nice little company. Like the games they make are, are just you know amazing. Uh, in my opinion, because I'm a huge Sega nerd, and they make a lot of Sega remakes. You know, they made, of course, Streets of Rage 4 that everybody um, knows is the one of the greatest uh, fighting games of this gen- or beat 'em ups of this generation. Um, close second is River City Girls. That's actually a really good game. Definitely recommend it if you've never tried it. I have it. I bought it when it came out, and I have yet to really play it. Yeah, I have it on Switch, and I haven't played it a whole lot either. But the little that I played was yeah. pretty amazing. Um, so, yeah, so they, and they also had, you know, uh, I think it was Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap. That is a great game. I played the show out of that too. Um, I think I have that as well. I think I have it on Switch digitally. Which is. I think after they eventually came out with a physical copy. I don't, I don't, I never got much into um, Sega Master System because obviously I didn't have them when I was younger. I did play a lot of mm. games through emulation but you know at that point it's already passed me by so i don't really have a lot of nostalgia for that it's hard to go back to certain things like some things stay in your brain for nostalgia reasons Mm -hmm. but you know it's hard to get new nostalgia for old stuff yeah really so i mean um so i'm definitely i'm definitely glad they made those i think those great so focus home interactive is not a big publisher but they've been making a lot so of I'm, I'm looking at their games now yeah. actually yeah they do have a, they have a decent amount yeah, of stuff they have a decent stable so they made other side so, which, is, which is a pretty uh, good the surge warhammer yeah yeah warhammer hired gun a lot of greedfall games <laughs> plague tale mm-hmm. Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, Vampire. and they do have that Aliens Fireteam Elite right. uh, coming, and the new the new Plague Tale. So they they've and they did for a while publish Sherlock Holmes games mm-hmm. uh, until they screwed that up. So <laughs> yeah. you're about to say something else. Uh, yeah, but I don't know if it was them or if it was Frogware. It's one of the two companies. Somebody's at Sherlock Holmes. Here. <laughs> Somebody. So Somebody yeah, they made they they've been doing pretty well. They have a lot of games um, under their belt. Um, so this is not terrible, but I think it's a huge missed opportunity for Sega. Like I don't understand why Sega didn't buy this. It just seems kind of obvious, you know. It's like why would you not buy the people that are making your games? You know, it's kind of weird. It's just kind of mm-hmm. like Sega's not known for smart decisions. At that all. that's it's definitely so. true. And, you know, it's just that like it's that really good friend that you you know like really good lovable friend that you think is great and you you love hanging out with him and he's super fun, but he just does stupid shit all the time. That's just like ah, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> that's Sega. That's me and Sega. So you know, I mean, it's kind of like come on, Sega. I mean, get your shit together. It's kind of like if uh, you know Housemark, Sony bought Housemark, and they've been making pretty much exclusively Sony games for the longest time so it's like it's only natural hey let me buy you guys and you know we can um push this relationship forward or whatever um i mean it's not like fucking devolver digital about bought housemark or something like that like that doesn't or bought how laboratories or one of those other 
second, you know, party uh, companies or something. So it's just weird. Why did Focus buy them? And it's kind of like nobody else was was looking to buy them. Like there was no competition. It's just weird. Yeah, it must have not been because Focus. It's not uh, again. They they have stuff, but it's not like they're a powerhouse no. company. Yeah, they could just outbid everybody else. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird to me. Maybe they saw the potential and were like, let me go ahead and do this before some other bigger company comes That's out. the thing that blows me away. Everybody sees the potential in Tottenham Mutant, so why the fuck? I don't know. Anyways, this is more like a personal thing. It's not even any kind of like real Well, I mean, that's fine. That's why it's a discussion situation. So. But, yeah. Yeah, weird, weird stuff coming. Um, I hope this does not damper their creativity in any way. I don't think so. I mean. Yeah, I don't think it will. Who knows? <laughs> Well, again, they look what they did to well, <laughs> them. Look what happened to Sherlock Holmes. God damn you! So yeah. Um, How mad would you be if like Streets of Rage Five eventually came out and all the characters look like fucking hipster shit? <laughs> you know. I mean, I, they I do now. <laughs> well, no, but they look like douchey hipsters, not like. <laughs> oh god. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Some other street news. Go ahead, take that. Uh-huh. Yes. So, Street Fighter Five. I'm, I'm the king of the transitions today. <laughs> so, uh, Street Fighter Five. They had their summer update. Um, they showed some more about their, you know, the two characters everybody's been waiting for, Oro and um, Akira. And Akira. They had they released footage of their lace, their last character for Street Fighter Five. Um, so really quick about Oro and Akira. Is it the last character or the last just for this season? No, this is the last. This is the last Street Fighter Five character. They they already announced that this season was going to be the very last. But um, okay, okay. So the so Oro and Akira, right? Um, Oro, I, of course, you know I played Street Fighter Three a lot. So the kind of the little changes they made to Oro, I think, were pretty good. Um, really nice. Um, he still looks ugly as shit, you know, just like normal. Um, I mean that's kind of his thing. Yes, that is definitely his thing. <laughs> his normals look really good. You know the thing about lots of times when they take a Street Fighter three character and they change them for a three D Street Fighter um, game, like Makoto is Street Fighter four, Dudley is Street Fighter four, and then Alex is Street Fighter five. Um, they kind of like change up the properties and the moves so they're not as good because in Street Fighter three they had a lot of really good buttons or whatever, and they just they kind of like dumb them down and here they actually still look good so i'm interested to see what happens with that i'll play it and figure that out akira of course hasn't been in a game since project justice um in like you know a fighting game or whatever that was the sequel to that's actually the third sequel to rival schools there's another game in between rival schools and project justice um it was more of like a dating simulator type game but it was a, a continuation of the story. So Project Justice is the third game in that series. I just found that out um, recently, though. It's kind of interesting. Um, that <laughs> second game never came out over here, obviously. But uh, yeah, Dating Sims only recently took off yeah. here. So. Yeah. So it was like it was like a school life simulator, and you can like hang out with characters and um, date a couple or whatever. Um, so it's, it was and it was on the original PlayStation. It's pretty interesting. But anyway, so. If you've ever played Rival Schools or Project Justice or just played any kind of like tag team fighting game at all during that time, you know that they have really long combos. They have a lot of, you know, air launchers and air combos and stuff like that. They actually integrated that into this character. So this is the only character in Street Fighter that can launch somebody in the air and do air, a dedicated air combo. So 
the way that it works is kind of like the dust move in Guilty Gear, which is interesting. You pop them up in the air, you jump up after them, and then you can keep attacking and then jump canceling to keep them in the air and do these longer combos. Of course, during that time, they can't do shit. <laughs> they can't, like, defend or anything. So I want to see how that works. Because in games that are designed for that, yeah, there's a how way is, to defend. How does that not prevent the game from being broken? Really? That's, I'm really interested to see how that works because they were demonstrating some of the combos and some of those combos look pretty long and crazy so i don't know how you would be able to get out of it if you're in the air so in a game like guilty gear if somebody has you in the air like that you can burst out of it you know so you can't really get locked down like that um and if you're talking about um there's also like a similar bursting mechanic or whatever in dragon ball fighters there is no mechanic like that in street fighter because the combos aren't really long enough to really warrant that you know there's no point but yeah. with her knocking you up in the air and you're just kind of like flailing in the air while she's you know hitting you or whatever, um, yeah, I don't know how they're gonna deal with that, but we'll see. Um, so the last character, Luke, is pretty interesting because they keep saying and they're saying this a lot that he's a glimpse into the future of Street Fighter. So they're which is weird. It's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's heavily because at first everybody's kind of thrown off because. Um, he was a brand new character. Nobody knew who he was, and they kind of like, oh, our final character, Luke, which is weird because Street Fighter Four and Street Fighter Three and Street Fighter Four. Actually, going back to Street Fighter Alpha, when they brought out the last characters of the revision, they usually always bring out you know old characters that people are really excited to see. Like in Street Fighter Alpha Three and the final revisions of that they started bringing out, like, all the Street Fighter 2 characters that weren't in Alpha up until that point. You know, like, Guile and um, fucking uh, T-Hawk and stuff like that or whatever. So... Oh, you see they added uh, Guile and um, Cammy to Fortnite? Right. Yes, I did see that. Guile yeah. looks terrible. Oh but Cammy looks pretty good. Guile... Cammy looks yeah. fine, but Guile looks like... Yeah, Guile looks A terrible. guy cosplaying as yeah. Guile. <laughs> he doesn't look like Guile. With his, like, in, like crazy 5 o'clock shadow and all that. But anyway... Um, so in Street Fighter 3, in the final version, Third Strike, they brought back, you know, Akuma and Chun-Li and stuff like that from the earlier, from, you know, Street Fighter 2 or whatever. Street Fighter 4, they started bringing back, like, all these other characters, and they brought back, like, you know, more pop versions of old characters, like, you know, Evil Ryu and whatever. They called them something different, but it was basically Evil Ryu. So in this one, that's what people are expecting. They're expecting for some, you know, long-lost character to be brought back. And we got a brand new one. So everybody's kind of like watching. I remember I watched Maximilian Du's reaction. And he's kind of just like staring at the screen like, what the fuck is going on? Why did they put a new character as the final character of Street Fighter V? But afterwards, people started putting the pieces together. So his name is Luke, right? And at first, that doesn't ring any bells because he's never been a Street Fighter game. He's Luke Skywalker. I knew it. he was from an unreleased Street Fighter game. Or not technically a Street Fighter game. But he was an unreleased fighting game that you know most people forgot about. Capcom fighting all-stars, right? So Luke was a prototype character for that game. It was never released. He even still looks really similar. He has the blonde hair. He has the tattoos on his arms and all that. So people are starting to draw, you know, put two and two together and realizing, oh, shit, it's this prototype guy from that game that never released. So maybe that's the direction they're going for Street Fighter VI. Maybe they're repurposing a lot of that storyline and stuff like that from that game into this new one. And it's heavily implied that Luke is going to be the new um, protagonist for Street Fighter VI, which, I mean, I'm glad they have somebody else, because you can't just keep having Ryu as the main character forever. That's kind of annoying. Um, they did this already, 
essentially, because Street Fighter Three, the main character Didn't that they was have soccer or something like that. No, that was yeah. Alex. Street Fighter Three was Alex. Street Fighter Alpha was still Ryu and Ken, but Sakura was a really big character in that one. Um, I seem to remember they focused on her at one point a little bit more than maybe I'm thinking of the anime. Yeah, and Cammy. Cammy is also a good character. I'm doing that. When is the last time Q has popped up? Because I, even though I don't like playing Q, as him, I third, like his design. Third Strike. He's been in literally uh, that, one. So he, he hasn't been in any of the newer ones. No. Though. Well, G is really close to Q, and he plays very close to him. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that he's like related to him. So G is essentially Q. He even has like a Q um, costume and everything. Um, but he doesn't. Oh, okay. Well, I say he doesn't really look the same. <laughs> yeah, if you if you play him, he had, a lot of his moves are very similar. He has the same like charge tackles and stuff like that, um, mm. and like the insane. And height. he has the one letter name, right? So, I mean, that's so that's he, there's like there's I'm sure there's like more you know background lore that connects the two that I'm not aware of, but you know whatever. So, anyways, I'm interested to see what they do. I really would have preferred if they had like a female character lead this next one because there's not a lot of fighting games led by a female character. And uh, yeah, nothing. They though. just have like a another generic blonde sort of boxer guy because they already have Ed. Ed is another generic like boxer dude with blonde hair. Also, did he not like? I mean, I didn't watch the whole mm-hmm. thing, so you know maybe I just missed mm-hmm. this. Did he not like have any like uh, energy attacks, or was it all just attacks? Attacks, right? Ed had oh um, no, I'm Luke, talking about Luke, the new he guy. Had he this had this weird like, like Popeye attack and like. Um, yeah, kind of like they're almost like sonic booms like he punches the air so hard okay. that it like it fires out these like wind cutter type um attacks okay okay so he did he did have something yeah. i was like i didn't remember seeing he just looked like he was hitting people there no, no no yeah he <laughs> so, yeah he there's a part yeah. where he you know punches the air and it hits ryu and reels on the other side of the screen so it's kind of similar to um just like the sonic booms because that's technically how they work in universe like or whatever yeah. um and those attacks that Kyosuke, which is also from Project Justice and Rival Schools, uses. The cross-cutter moves or whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. Maybe they'll announce Street Fighter Six at some point uh, before now and next year. It's not going to come out next year, but they should probably announce it at some point. Yeah. Because it, Capcom hasn't done anything with fighting games since uh, Mars Capcom infinite came out really yeah which i'm sure bombed for them hard it did um i mean i liked it a lot but a lot of people i thought it was fine yeah, yeah. i mean I, I played it i don't like some of the character designs but yeah, some of them that aside the game's still fine yeah some of their faces were pretty gross uh, but the game yeah the game itself yeah. was great um it didn't have any x-men characters which i was fine with because I, a yeah, lot of people I mean, overly relied it's on cool. them but yeah people hated that they hated that they couldn't have fucking wolverine and on storm in there i mean wolverine was you know a go-to staple right. but i mean i think black panther was a good replacement i mean if if you're going to take out x-men and replace wolverine with somebody black panther see is like the and perfect that's the thing um what's his name um i think combo fiend i think it was his name said that similar thing at the time he's like oh well you know the characters are great but if you have another character that does the same function you know it should be fine you know people want the function not necessarily the character which makes logical sense, and I would agree with that. Yeah. But people roasted him for saying that. He said that at Evo or some shit. He said that in some sort of interview. People know. went nuts. Maximilian Dude has I mean, a I just whole don't care that much. <laughs> they went. People love Marvel. They love it. So it's it's yeah. I mean, 
would it have been nice to have Cyclops and Wolverine and you know? I yeah, mean, yeah sure. I would have loved to have seen them, but they don't have to be in there to enjoy. See, them. that's a, that's my. I love those games too, but I'm not. I mean, I don't. I don't have to have those. And now nobody can. I'm have not married any. to those characters. Like. Yeah, and now nobody can. Of course, have I any use Captain Marvel America because people complained about it and didn't buy it and blah blah blah. So, uh, I guess yeah. they win. <laughs> hey man, you got to vote. You got to vote with your wallet. Uh, we had this conversation earlier about, um, you know, Dottie and you, right, mm. and Sega and all this stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, that's why I'm gonna buy Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania immediately because mm. I feel like that's that's them making good on that thing where they said, hey, we want to bring back older franchises right. and do this stuff. <laughs> Hey man, if you want that stuff to continue, you can't ignore right. it. Yeah, you gotta get them when they come out. I got the the um, yeah. the DLC for Street Fighter Four. Uh, Street Fighter Four also. Um, the Street Fighter Four DLC is really cheap. It's like ten bucks or something like that, and it adds a lot of shit. So even you know any listeners out there, even if you don't play Street Fighter Four, fuck it, buy that shit. <laughs> so want some, well, not Street Fighter. Sorry, Streets of Rage Four. I misspoke. Streets of Rage Four. Oh yeah, that's why I was wondering. I was like, "Wow, yes. okay, really? That far yeah. back?" <laughs> the Mister, the Mister X Nightmare um, DLC. I might, I might get it. I might get it eventually. It's not available. Last I checked on Switch, and that's kind of the version I'm, I'm playing just because it's an easy portable game. I have it on Xbox. Yeah, it's. I have it digital on Switch. Yeah, it's not on Switch yet. Um, I don't know when that's supposed to come. It's out. not on Switch out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think there was like a issue or something. I don't, I don't really know, but hmm. either way. Uh, Let's see. That's it for news this week. We got a few games coming out next week. Physical copy of Hades will be out for PS5, Xbox, and PS4. Again, weird thing where the Xbox one has one and you have two different discs for PlayStation consoles. Mm-hmm. Wait, there's two um, different discs on PlayStation? It's It's been that way, man. You get a PS4 version and a PS5 version. You two different discs? Like in the same box? No, it's not like the game is two disc. It's just like there's a PS4 copy yeah. and then there's a PS5 copy. They're different retail stores. Gotcha. Whereas Xbox, you buy the Xbox version and it it plays on whatever. Right, because it, it's going to download. It's just like it anyway. why would anyone buy the PS5 disc though? If think about it this way, you can play the PS5 disc in your PS5, or you can play the PS4 disc in the PS5 or the PS4. Right, and I mean it has to it has to install anyway. So if you put in the PS4 disc and it downloads the PS5 version, it's still the same thing. I think the only reason people would buy the PS5 version of games like this have, or Avengers, yeah. uh, if you don't have any network connection, well, I, mean, I, can, he, he, I can see that. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, Avengers does it. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. A lot of those games that have the like upgrade. There's like a PS5 version, which is weird. It's just like you just want that cover art. That's, that's the only reason yeah. I can think of. Um, there's a game coming out called Foreclose. There's not a lot coming out, so literally, I just threw whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing foreclose is what happens if you do not pay your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what the game is about. I doubt it, <laughs> but maybe. Who knows? Uh, Shadowverse Champions Battle. Again, don't know what that yeah, is. Like <laughs> I literally game. looked these up <laughs> on the way. It sounds like a card game. It might be. Who knows? Uh, will I find out? Probably not. <laughs> I don't have a name for this episode. I never came up with one, but... Uh, in the meantime, where can people find us at, Dwight? So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram under Game Room Pod and by searching Welcome to the Game Room on all major podcasting services. So we're also on Twitch at DMoney8719, which is me, and then at Michael underscore McLeod, uh, which is Mike. Yes. M-A-C-L-E-O-D, McLeod. I need to get more consistent with streaming. I do too. I've streamed once a week, though. I, I definitely need to I stream some Skyward Sword. I stream some uh, Vikings. 
I just, I feel like if I'm going to stream, I need to stream one game consistently, but I don't have anything right now, so hey, whatever. I decided to just stream just whatever. So I just have like little clips of whatever game I'm playing, except for I haven't streamed in a while, um, which I feel like I should have streamed those Xbox indie games that I was playing. Um, yeah. I just need to do it so I get used to streaming. Right. Get used to the, you know, the function of everything. And once I do that, then I can get down to a more like, you know, hey, let's focus and do a whole thing. Like I did that Ratchet and Clank. I mean, I played through the entire game, which I think they only keep the clips for two weeks, right? Yeah. So that's gone. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why yeah, that's I gone. But I did play through that. all of Ratchet and Clank on Twitch. I mean, that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess you have to pay for Twitch to uh, actually save them or keep them or archive them. Uh, Michael does not have a job right now, so <laughs> Michael is not paying for anything. He doesn't have to. So, in fact, our our, um, our Spotify's not Spotify. Our SoundCloud's coming up. I got to pay for that. So, good times. Yeah. Uh, hey, at, at least it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's it for this episode. You got anything else? Uh, that's it. That's it. All right. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody. Right, then, bye. Rise from your grave.